This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post game podcast. All right, we're starting the podcast. How does Eddie work like this? What's going the on? The arm's broken. The, the <laughs> microphone won't sit up straight. Terrible. Terrible, 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 terrible. terrible. What's up, Al? Uh, so I'm finishing watching up that uh, Jared from Subway documentary. You went, on. you went back to episode I two. I went back. I went to episode two, and I've got one more left. I'm going to see it through, even though I don't like how they're manipulating me, Jerry, by making me watch multiple episodes when they could have told the story in one in regular. In 45 to a minutes to an hour. Easily an hour right. could have had it done. But anyway, what I find interesting about this is, you know, this Jared from Subway, he was very popular for a long time. So he would go to, and Subway would pay him to go to a lot of events. Yeah, sure. He was their ambassador. He was their ambassador. There are tons of pictures of Jared with celebrities. I'm sure there are. And I just kept thinking, for whatever reason, they keep popping one up of uh, Jared with Michael Strahan. Okay. And then Jared with Will Ferrell. And they keep popping up in this. You know why? They're the two most popular guys right now. Uh, Yes. Will Ferrell is a worldwide superstar. And Michael Strahan in this country with his morning show. Is and then with even our age with the football, right? So, and I just keep thinking like if I was one of those guys, like you took a photo with Jared when he was the fun formerly fat subway guy who walked around with his showed his giant pants everywhere. Now he's Jared the child molester, the creep. And they're like, here, look how happy I am with Jared. Well, but that's the same thing with Epstein, right? With every photo, with every celebrity, and they're yeah, you were there. No, yeah, I wasn't. Uh, yes, you were. Yes, oh, here's your photo. Yeah. I do not know this girl. Uh, well, here you are with a photo with this young girl. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Oh, hmm. don't recall that. <laughs> right? The kid with the Prince of London. Who was the guy? Yeah, the Prince. Prince Andrew. Prince, that's it. Yeah. He's in there saying he doesn't remember it. And there's photos of yeah, him there. I'd have never met this girl except this photo of you with her. Except you did. Yeah. Funny. You creepster. Yeah, well, good luck watching episode three. I will watch episode three. But today coming out on Netflix is a documentary about the... Uh, Malaysia the, Airlines. Yes, the Malaysia Airline plane, yep. which disappeared nine years ago today. Yeah, isn't that crazy? That's why they're releasing it. Yep. I am 100% in for this documentary. Yeah. Um, and it's weird. stuff. Yeah, like, think about this. An airplane, a, a jumbo jet filled with passengers, took off mm-hmm. on March 8th, 2014, and is not returned. Correct. And we don't know where it is. What's interesting about it, and this is from reading an article, and now I'm going to, I will watch this. I don't know if I'll watch it today or tomorrow, but I will watch this at some point with all these flights I'm going to have, I think, coming up with Rutgers. The, so they're trying to find motive for what the pilot did because 
the more I read about it, the more they have an idea of what happened, that he basically plunged the plane somewhere and was able to get it off radar somehow. But there were also pings that were able to still follow it to a certain extent. What I don't understand what the article says, well, I can't wait to watch it, is that when they went and searched the pilot's home, they found simulators, and he was practicing the same thing. And they're like, not enough evidence, though. But he practiced it and did it. Right, the flight simulator program where he had it over the ocean, running out of gas, and then plunging it into the ocean. But how is that not evidence? It has to be. Because he did the exact run after the proof is in his apartment that he was doing it and practicing it. Yeah, I don't like that whole thing about like when evidence is obvious and let's say you obtained it in a weird way and they go, that's not admissible. Because this is what happened in this Jared documentary too. This woman who befriended Jared knew he was interested in kids. She started recording all these phone calls. She got all this stuff of him saying... Mm-hmm. How young, what well, kids he'd been Illegal with all this stuff. taps, is that what they call it? She brings it to the FBI. They go, these are useless. Well, you you weren't allowed. To, you had to tell him you were recording. Oh him. my god! So then she had to do it, get it all done the proper way. She, and she did it again. And she did it again. Wow. Yeah. What do you have to have a court order? Yeah. Yeah. Well, if she did it, she, yeah. There are certain states where you have to let the other person know that you're recording them. There are other states you don't. So the, I guess this was a state that you did, and she, she didn't get permission, obviously. Jared, may I uh, ask you about child molestation? And By the uh, way, we're recording. <laughs> yes, please. Yes, absolutely. Wow. So, um, yeah, so then she had to do it with very specific guidelines from the FBI, specific questions she had to ask and word it in the right way. Yeah, sure. But, uh, yeah, like this thing with the Malaysian airline thing. Like, that, I'm, I'm sorry, that's good enough evidence for me. I would think so. You were doing flight simulators where you crashed the jumbo jet into the ocean. Yeah. And now a jumbo jet you were piloting disappeared. Yeah, makes it makes no sense. But I, I am I'm interested in. It's funny. I want to watch it. and I don't. I stay away from. And you've brought this up to me at some point in the past. That TV show that's on on cable about Smithsonian Channel. Yeah, about how planes fly and yeah. all everything that's got to go right. I'm. You know what? Let's just take off and land and hope the turbulence isn't that bad. I yeah. don't want to know what goes on. Remember when we go, when we were going to Arizona. Remember when I, we were sitting there in first class, and I was in the first row. I was in the first seat. So when the, the pilot's door was open as the flight's being boarded, and they're running through all the emergency pro- – I've never heard that before. Even being in first class, I've never heard those things before. And, like, the one that got me was, alert, alert, wind shear is dead ahead. Wind, it was like Titanic. Oh, my I'm gosh. Like, what the hell is that? And that's the stuff they deal with, which is where they, hey, seatbelt, here comes turbulence. Like, I don't want to know any of it. Yes. I just Just get me there. And so I, that's part of me that doesn't want to watch it because another thing is you have pointed out many times, we put our life's trust into a guy who's flying the plane. What if he had a horrendous night, his girlfriend of 18 years, he just found out was cheating on him with nine different yeah. men and is depressed beyond depression. Right. Who's to say he's not going to fly us into the ocean and end it for everybody? What if he's got a dog urinating all over his Bradley Beach condo? I mean, these are things, Jerry, that Correct. could affect the way he flies it's true, though. the airplane. So I don't want to know anymore. Yeah. Just, just get me there. The other weird thing is like how how big or how much of the world is covered in water. We always hear it's, it's oh, yeah. you know yeah. 80% or something insane. And then the idea that an airplane can go into the ocean and disappear. Like, yeah. think how big a, a gigantic airplane filled with people is. Now, there have been pieces of 
of an airplane that have washed up that they think is mm-hmm. part of that, but they don't know for sure. They don't still. know for sure, right? It was just like remember that airplane that went into the Florida Everglades no. many years ago. It was a value jet, I think was the okay. Name of it. Oh, I think I do remember. That. Yeah, and the thing just went into the swamps and went whoosh, disappeared like just the earth, the swamps just ate it up. And then how then with the the flight to Myrtle Beach that ended up in the Hudson River? How did that float then? I guess because it landed like um, it how it would land. Dive in. Yeah, it didn't nosedive in. And so by that, it doesn't. Yeah, then it like skate. It floated the way like a boat would float. Yeah, and it did. And it did. People yeah. were hanging out on the wing. Yeah. Bizarre. Remember how cool, calm, and collected Sully was when he did that, Jerry? I do, yeah. Was... We're going to be in the Hudson. We're going to be in the Hudson. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't want to hear that. I do not want to hear that. Let me talk about phrases you never want to hear. They're like, uh, they're right. They're, he was talking to um, what he, the, who, who are the people that moved the airplanes around the, 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 the I don't know, the, the people in the tower that tell you where to land and all that. Oh, stuff. you're talking about uh, the tower control. Yeah, of, tower um, control. Right. And he's talking to them. They're like, um, oh, I should try to land it at the. Let's, uh, we'll get a clearer runway for you at Newark. He goes, not gonna work. We're gonna be in the Hudson. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it really is. And then, <laughs> Yeah. Right into the Hudson, Jerry. Glided in, and they were able to get out. Glided it didn't in. didn't sink. Mm-hmm. And they were all, I think they were all saved, I believe. All saved. I believe so. And Sully was a hero and right, had a can movie. We get off the, I'm getting on a plane they later. A, can we get off this topic, please? They had a movie made out of him, Jerry. Amadeus. <laughs> <laughs> no, Chris. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, You transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. So there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, Roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Here, I want to give you some, a story that happened to me this morning on my ride in. I want, to, want you to see if this was uh, the angels watching above me, Jerry. Oh, boy. Interesting timing. Always timing. Right. It is always timing. Always Just think timing. of it. And, and actually, for once, something almost happened to me, and I felt grateful for, for, your dog? for not being in this situation. Okay. So... I had to take my dog yesterday, so I, I threw off my getting gas. I didn't mm-hmm. want to get gas with my dog still in the car. So I thought, okay, I'll get gas in the morning. I don't like getting gas that early in the morning. I'm afraid of people robbing gas stations at 3 a.m. But I'm going up the parkway, and I said, I'm going to stop off Colonia Rest Stop. Yeah. I pull in. Of course, it takes forever. We can't pump our own gas in New Jersey, which sucks. I'd love to just get out. Yep. Guy comes out. By the way, real quick, I yeah. would I would always go to the gas station at exit ninety eight. By exit ninety eight, there's they're f- always fully stocked with employees. Really, and they're quick. Yeah, I can't find a place. When like I that. was in Brick, that's where I stopped all the time for gas, and it was easy. I mean, it was fast. Yeah, but all right, go ahead. This was not fast, yes. and I was uh, almost on empty. 
so the guy, he's taking forever, finally gets to me, puts the thing in, and, uh, like, it stops at $20, $22, mm-hmm. which I know it's not $22. I go, I go, ah, it's not done. He starts pulling. I go, it's not done yet. I, I puts it back in. It's, it's not working. I go, forget it. Forget it. Goodbye. You're good. Yep. Get in the car. Whoosh, go up the parkway. Get off the union yep. exit. And the guy in front of me is going slow, slow, that I know that as soon as I get that opportunity to blow past him on the left, I'm going. I get the opportunity. I look. I don't see anything. I go. A SUV squeezed between me getting over and the median, the the wall. You just didn't see him. I didn't see him. Either he was in my blind spot or he came out of nowhere. Yeah, right. Or a combination of the two. Yeah. And it was at that moment where I couldn't even, like, grasp what I was doing. How we didn't sideswipe and me sideswipe him into that thing, I have no idea. He hung at you? No. Nothing. He just kept going. Kept going. Mm. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, what if I didn't stop for gas? Would I have hit him or not at all? No, because you would have been five minutes ahead of that. Yeah. It's all time. Everything in it life is all timing. timing. Everything is timing. That we have no control of. None. None. And it's funny how some days all your timing is so effed up that you end up behind someone that's not moving. You move to the right, then you get cut off by a guy that's not moving. And then you try and get around him, and there's a big, gigantic 18-wheeler, can't go there. And then there's other days where everything you do works out. Yes. It's it's just the way it is. There's no one looking over you. It's just you're lucky. And no matter how many times I know, like, when you are, let's say you're running late for someone. Yeah. And you're going to go... You're driving faster than normal. Mm-hmm. And then when on days when you're not running late and you let's say you put your destination in your GPS, it is almost to the minute. Yes, you 100%. Get, right? If you, ride, if you drive like a normal person. If you drive like a normal yes. person or a maniac. Correct. Your, your timing of getting somewhere is... It's close. Very close. You know where it changed when I went to Penn State a couple of weeks ago? When I got in the car at Penn State to come here, it initially said that I would be here at like 12.55. I got here at twelve thirty three. Well, that's that's a so huge shaved difference. Now again, I was doing eighty. Right, sixty five mile an hour speed limit. I was passing people. People were passing me doing ninety five, but I definitely was going beyond the speed limit. I shaved twenty minutes off that. I guess if you're going that much beyond the speed limit for that length of time, mm-hmm. you make up you make up ten make miles. Up. But for the most part, like if you're traveling during the day, yeah, it's and on. you're running late, driving like a jackass is not going to help you. But yet we still. Yeah, because of our anxiety. Yes, That's we will why. still do it, even though I know it's not going to make a difference. I agree. What the hell is going on here? I feel like we're zoo animals today. A lot of people staring at us, Jerry. These are broadcasters. But this is the third group that's come yeah. through. And it's insane. And they sit there and stare and look, which is fine, except for the fact that you know we're not eating hay straw. No, we are not. We are not animals, Jerry. Uh, yeah, yeah, anyway. I'll tell you that right now. And the timing and uh, timing in life is everything. Whether it's with jobs, with car accidents, with anything, buying a home. I mean, like the house I'm in. You just talk about timing. The house we're in right now, we put an offer in. The woman accepted it. The next day, another offer came in that our realtor would have said she would have accepted if we didn't make that offer the day before. And we were contemplating waiting because there were two more houses we wanted to look at. And I'll never forget Kim saying. You know, just put it in. If she says no, so be it. We can always still go look. Like, all right, we put the offer in. What the hell? And there it was. We would not have been in the house we're in right now. Yeah. I'll give you another one that's weird. And this sounds this sounds terrible, but this is the truth. 
we get the house in, we moved in in November. We got the house in, I think we came to an agreement in late August to buy it. It was, it was right at the end of the summer. And I remember, I want to say about a month in, I remember telling Kim, was we started planning the move and everything. Because we sold our house like within two days, I think. So we bought it and then put our house up for sale with the contingency, our house out of sale. Our house sold within 48 hours, so we were fine. I want to say there was somewhere in like first week or two of September, I remember telling her, can't do this. I said, this is a little over our head money-wise. Not so much the purchase of the home, but all the expenses that we're going to have to incur, the move, and also the people buying our house needed a bunch of stuff done so we'd get it up to code, meaning new concrete had to be dug up and replaced with mulch and grass. There was a lot that had to go into it. And I remember telling her, I think we got to back out of this. And then it was the next day that Craig was arrested. What? And I was told I had to start hosting. And that extra money made it possible for us to move with no issues. You weren't worried that the show would disappear? Um, I was and I wasn't. I was concerned that things were going to change. I wasn't necessarily concerned I wouldn't have a job. I wasn't. I felt Boomer was still here. We I mean, we went through this. Right. I was more concerned, am I going to have to work in the afternoon now? But I wasn't. I really wasn't worried that we were going to lose our job because Boomer was still here and under contract. And right. I felt like if Boomer's name is on the program, we were okay. You good. But that's a true story. And then I remember her saying, let's let's wait a week. Let's see. Maybe we'll... I'm like, yeah, you're right. I'm like, we got to figure something else. I remember saying, you know, I could pick up more hours which I wasn't into. I didn't want her working more. I wanted her working a little less. And then all of a sudden, I started hosting and making the extra money. And I'm like, you know, we're, we're okay. We're fine. Otherwise, I wouldn't be in this house. Timing. Timing's crazy. It was literally like three, four days after having this conversation that yeah. I got arrested, and I started hosting every day. Bizarre. Yeah. Very bizarre. When you start looking at things like that, it, it's... And then, when, then I, I think I would, if I had something horrendous happen in my life and I've been very lucky where I've really sure. not had that I would be looking at the timing stuff yeah. and I know I would look back on why did I do this why did I sure you know like that would but you know what I think you can do that for both so mine turned out to be while terrible for Craig turned out to be a positive for me with the timing but then buying the the previous home that I bought was a complete and other disaster that if I would have recognized you want to call them signs? I should have. We should have never moved from brick to the house we moved into, because all it did was cost us money, and the timing wasn't right, and yet we kind of pushed our way through. And I look back I'm like, why did why did we not bail on that stupid yeah. deal? So it goes. It really does go both ways. Yeah, you hear that a lot. Like I'd hear that with my parents and things like when they went to buy their first house. You know, they all do it with like. The the fine like I, all the money they have is going to this right right and and I would overthink that like, I can't do this sure I don't overthink much I don't yeah not with this is going to be my downfall before I pass away probably I don't overthink money too much if I spend it I spend it that's good go make more I, it's it's what it is you know and I don't I will tell you this too because I have known people that don't go anywhere. And I'm, I'm not referencing Al you. You've Hughes. been no, no, no. I'm not right. You've been to Italy for Christ's That's sake. True. You've been to Seattle, Alaska. No, I'm not referencing you at all. I mean people that literally don't go on vacation or do anything every year. I have done dozens of vacations, as you know, and I'm sure I've done a handful that I probably couldn't afford and shouldn't have done. 
and yet I don't regret any of them because some of those are the best times we've ever had. Right. You know, so whatever. You figure it out. You got to live, Jerry. I think I've done that. Live, damn it. I do do that. All right, Jerry. That's you it. have fun in Chicago. They Enjoy call the that next couple of days. The Windy City. Chi-Town. I've never been. I wonder if I'll ever get to Chicago. There's nothing. Nothing there. You've right? been to New York City? Yeah. You've been to Chicago. I work here. It really is the same it's thing. the same thing. Okay. Well, in Chicago, like if I, if you, if never you, see you. If you shut your eyes, I spun you around and put you in Chicago, you're yeah. like, I've never been to this part of Manhattan before. Oh, it's Chicago. Yeah, yeah. It's All the, right. the same. Good enough, Jerry. I don't need to go there then. All right. All right. Uh, tomorrow I'll have CeeLo on the warm-up show and an Eddie Scazzeri podcast. Yeah, so mm. get your questions in, everybody. Everybody. So.